0: This is Optimal Startup Daily, episode 188, Finding the Elusive Work-Life Balance by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. And I'm Dan. Welcome to Optimal Startup Daily on this Tuesday. If you're listening to us in real time, this is where I read to you from some of the best blogs on entrepreneurship. Today, we've got a post from Leo Babauta. So let's get right to it as we optimize your life. Finding the Elusive Work-Life Balance by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. How do you find a balanced life when you're overloaded with work? How do you switch off work when you're away from the office? The answers to these very common questions are elusive. It's never an easy thing. But once you do find this balance, you'll find enormous benefits, more enjoyment of life and better relationships and less stress and a better quality of life overall. A reader recently asked, quote, I'd love to hear advice on how people who work full-time jobs can still manage to attain a well-balanced life, especially in roles that give you sales targets, monitor you, and can be very stressful. I know it's best to switch off after working hours, but sometimes, as humans, it's tough. In Hong Kong, part-time jobs don't pay well here and are tough to find, and full-time jobs often require overtime and are very stressful. It's the Hong Kong norm to squeeze out as much as you can from an employee. In this corporate jungle, a part-time would be a perfect job for me, say, 9 to 3 every day. However, it's very hard to find jobs like that. It's just not how the job market here in Asia is. So, how does one keep their calm and be grounded and still make time and energy for family, friends, myself, hobbies, interests, and let's face it, sanity? How does one learn to not keep goals when that is what is expected from 8.30am to 6.30pm five days a week? It's tough to be two different people at work and outside of work, end quote. That's a tough one. I should note that in many countries, including the US, this is a common problem even if it's not as pronounced as in Hong Kong, for example. We all face these problems, whether we're employees or self-employed or freelancers or own our own businesses. I've created a life where balance is intentionally built in, but it hasn't always been that way. I've worked in the private sector, in the news industry where they try to squeeze every bit out of employees, and we were often asked to work longer hours without compensation. I've worked in demanding public service jobs, where working into the night and weekend hours, again, without more pay, were the norm. It wasn't easy finding balance. But don't despair. Change is possible. These days, I have created a life where I work less, but on things I love. I make time for staying active and getting outside. I make time for playing with my kids and being alone with my wife. I find time alone for reading and walking and thinking, and as I do these things, work isn't always on my mind. I have a few key tips that should help no matter what your work situation. One, set a time to shut off work. Working all day and night means you are nothing but your job. Your life belongs to your employer, or if you're the employer, then your life belongs to your employees or customers. Take ownership of your life. Find variety and ways to burn off stress and find enjoyment in life. Start by setting a time each day when you shut off work, whether that's 5 p.m. or 5.30 or 6 or 7 or 9 p.m. Some of you can set it even earlier, if you start earlier, say 4 p.m. or something like that. Set that time and make it happen. After that shut-off time, you will not do work or check email or think about work. 2. Find something to immerse yourself in after work. What do you love doing besides work? Do you love to read or run or play sports or hang out with friends or play with your kids or build model ships or play games? If you don't already have a passion, then pick something that sounds fun and give it a try. It doesn't have to be expensive. It could be as simple as hiking around your neighborhood or volunteering at a charity or helping friends with household projects. Schedule it as soon after work as possible. And while you're doing it, try to completely immerse yourself. Don't think about work. Only think about the after work activity. 3. Learn to be mindful and present It's not easy to just switch your mind off work, but it is a skill you can learn over time. The way to learn this isn't to try to block work from your mind, it's to learn to bring your mind back to whatever you're doing after work. It doesn't matter what you're doing. It could be household chores or exercise or talking with someone or taking a bath or eating. Whatever it is, that's all you want to focus on. Your mind will inevitably slip into something else, and that's okay. Bring it back gently and without reprimand. Slowly, with practice, you will get better at being present, which means your work won't always be on your mind. 4. Take breaks at work Not everyone will have this flexibility, but it's worth doing if you can manage it. Basically, if you're working for 8 or 10 hours, you don't want to do it non-stop. You need to find balance even at work. So at least once an hour, get up and walk around. Go outside if you can and take a walk. Stretch and massage your shoulders and get your blood moving. Do some squats or push-ups if you want to start getting fit. Talk to someone. Drink water. Eat fruits and vegetables. Your break just needs to be 5 to 10 minutes, but it's important. 5. Increase your skills while at work to prepare for leaving work. If you are very skilled at what you do, then you become worth more. In fact, it's often possible to quit your job and start your own business if you're good enough. And it doesn't take a lot of money to work for yourself. You can start a business with practically no money. I started mine while still working full-time. My job funded my startup business. Even if you don't go into business for yourself, you'll be worth more with a high skill level, so devote your work hours to learning and perfecting your work skills. 6. Find ways to increase your income while decreasing hours. As your skills increase, your value increases. Slowly pick jobs or projects that earn more money per hour. This often means changing jobs, but it might be a promotion or change in roles. It could mean starting your own business or becoming a consultant. If you already have your own business or work for yourself, then you should slowly be picking jobs or business projects that pay more for every hour you spend working on them. By increasing income, you can decrease hours and free up more time for yourself. And seven, learn that you are not defined by work. You can be happy without your job. Your value isn't completely tied to your work. For example, I'm a writer, but it's not the only thing I am. I'm also a father and husband, and know that those are my most important roles, not my role as a writer. I am more than that as well. I run and read and learn and help others, and am constantly experimenting with life. I can do things other than my job and be fulfilled, and so can you. And once you discover this, you'll free yourself to find a life outside of work. Then balance is simply a matter of logistics. You just need to make it happen by taking small steps. Small steps is always the answer. You don't need to be perfect at shutting off work or being present or pouring yourself into something after work. You just need to start doing it, and in doing so, you've already started down the road to balance. You just listened to the post titled Finding the Elusive Work-Life Balance by Leo Babauta of zenhabits.net. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. Now a little bit about Leo. Leo Babauta of Zen Habits is another author that we hear on our other podcast because he blogs a lot about personal development and health and even finance. So he's been read on pretty much all of our shows at one point or another, but he's an entrepreneur too. So we'll be hearing some more of his stuff on this show as well. Leo's a pretty regular guy, but has become an expert in changing habits by making small incremental changes since 2005. He's originally from Guam, an overweight smoker who was barely making enough money to support his big family. He's got six kids, and he turned all of that around, blogging about it throughout the process. He now lives in San Francisco quite comfortably, and he's in charge of how and when he works. It's a great story, and you can check it out at zenhabits.net. And again, to hear his work being narrated across a couple of our shows, check out all of our other podcasts by searching for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this. But I think that does it for today. I appreciate you being here and subscribing to the show and have a great rest of your day. I will of course see you back here tomorrow and that's where your optimal life awaits.